Eve Radio Live, powered by TCS Wi-Fi. And so it is time again for Tech Thursday. It's uh, Jan with you and uh, also joined by... Kane. <laughs> and the nice thing today is you will obviously hear in the sound quality that he's not far away on a phone or some kind of connection or Zoom or whatever. You can actually hear him in stereo today because he's in studio for the very first time. Kane, you're also my very first guest hey. in my studio. <laughs> Knocking How down feel? all of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. It feels really good. Eh? It feels like I'm actually taking a step to be in and I'm not talking vis-a-vis WhatsApp for once. This yes. is really nice. And you know what, Kane? Uh, also, it's so frustrating. I mean, technology has advanced a lot, but it's so frustrating when you're talking to somebody, like the two of us trying to host a show, and there's this bloody delay, you know, the whole time. And uh, I make a joke, and then five hours later, your laugh comes through. <laughs> <laughs> you're already moving on to the next subject, and yeah. you hear me laughing. Yeah. yeah, you know, sometimes it's like there's hit and miss also when you're talking, and then words break up, and it can actually change the whole sentence. <laughs> Something that happens a lot in our, in our Zoom meetings for our company zoom has this thing that if you're on the free version it only lasts about 45 minutes so every now and again you get someone that's just busy talking as that 45 minutes hits <laughs> and you just know they don't know the meeting's over so they're just talking and talking but no one's listening <laughs> it's just much better and uh, now you can also hear kane laughing in stereo that's such a treat kane surround sound <laughs> Listen, Kane, today's show is brought to you by the Kola Numi 2.0 Intelligent Toilet. Now, most homes that you know in the United States only have one toilet, but few have one like this. It was launched in 2019. The uh, Kola Numi 2.0 Intelligent Toilet is unlike any other model on the market today. For starters, it has, wait for it, built-in Amazon Alexa voice controls. That allows you to check the news, find out the weather, or order groceries while sitting on the throne. Isn't that fantastic? I never thought I'd once go down, sit down on the throne, and start a conversation with a computer. Yes, that's pretty. You know, I, I don't know what people are doing on their phones. I'm probably doing what we just mentioned on their phones while they are busy uh, in the bathroom. But um, now it comes with built-in surround sound speakers. Mood lighting. No, man. Come on. How long are you sitting there? (laughs) And also a heated seat and then also a little fountain function for afterwards with uh, cleaning facilities, a dryer and automatic lid opening, closing and flushing. It uh, is selling at around $7,000. So this futuristic toilet doesn't come cheap. It's a very expensive loo. It's basically a hair salon for your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, that's the Kohler Numi 2.0 know-how, 2.0 intelligent toilets. So we've got smart TVs, we've got smartphones, now we've got smart toilets as well. What's next? What do you think is going to be next? Is there anything that can be next? Smart dustbins. They open before you throw something in. <laughs> <laughs> when are we getting smart people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's last. <laughs> that's last. It's like they leave that for the very last. Anyway, Kane, what have you got for us today? Right, so we're picking up right from where we've we've left off. Actually, we've spoken about it quite a few times. We're back on the, the Bitcoin train, and this time South African firms are starting to invest their cash in Bitcoin. Now, I don't know if you remember, um, we recently spoke about Tesla yes. buying a bit of Bitcoin. Yeah. And that's very interesting because a lot of people have mixed feelings about that move to purchase Bitcoin. 
But the reality of the situation is, if it is a good move and the growth of Bitcoin continues on its current trajectory, it will definitely be in the history books. And I think that's where some South African firms are kind of thinking, oh wait, you know, if Elon Musk can do it and he's Mm. South African, we should think about doing it. (laughs) Yeah, so everybody's getting on that train now. Yeah, and really, I I think um, I was reading about it and a guy from Bitfund by the name of Dean Joffe, um, he said about seven or eight South African firms have come to him asking about buying cryptocurrency and it is a very good idea and I was actually around before institutional and company started looking at investing in it and you would never actually I wouldn't necessarily have thought it would be an idea to put your company's earnings into Bitcoin but you know we're looking at 5x gains over the last year and imagine what you made from your company you made five times that and it's a very interesting proposition. And that's really, I guess, what's so attractive yeah. to these South African companies. It's just that proposition. And either mm. you're in it or you're out it. And I guess some are going. Kane, the next story is um, interesting. Uh, Netflix. We all know what Netflix is. Uh, they are actually clamping down on users now who are using their um, parents or whoever's passwords to log in and watch. So they want you to have your own subscription. They are encouraging non-paying viewers to buy a subscription by displaying a message on screen each time a viewer watches a show on a smart TV. So what they're saying is uh, get your own Netflix, stop using your parents or whatever. Isn't that kind of odd? Aren't they making enough money? And also, why, if I pay Netflix, why can't I share it? I mean, some accounts would allow you, what, two streams at the same time? Absolutely. And that's a, it's an interesting question because Netflix has this functionality called profiles. And they basically exactly. enable you to have your own profiles. No, man. What's and happening? now they're going around and saying, sure, you know what? If every profile paid us, we would make five times the money. And I guess that's what they're trying to do. I would just stop paying my subscription, quite frankly, if I saw that message. It's saying uh, they want to clamp down on pri- or pirate viewers. But I mean, if I gave you permission to use my profile and log in and watch Netflix, you're not a pirate user. Exactly. And companies like this have these out-of-the-ordinary methods to no. try and gain, you know, paying customers. Like... And I just hate, I hate it. I don't advocate it at all. For Spotify especially, they have this, we, my friends and I, we call her Gwendolyn. And when you're listening to music, some chick just comes on and ruins your whole vibe. Yeah. And she's supposed to ruin your whole vibe and be annoying. And that's why you go and purchase it. So I say to my friends, I will listen to Gwendolyn till the end of time. If it means (laughs) Spotify doesn't see that that works, you know. Not paying. Never pay your Netflix subscription if that's how you're prompted. If you see that prompt, ignore it. Because they'll try something else. Have you noticed with uh, Spotify, uh, that chick's voice is just much louder and sharper (laughs) than the music. And uh, she's so annoying. Like you're listening, like three songs. Okay, that's cool. Now there's a sign. Okay, now it doesn't sound good. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Gwendolyn pops, it, pops up with a, with a message. Sometimes she's got a boyfriend talking there as well. <laughs> 
it's, yeah. it is quite annoying. Where's Gwendolyn? And she sounds like she's she's European. And then there's Stephanie, yeah. and she sounds she's like. That's Are those a, your names that you that's, gave? That's straight up from oh, okay. the book. The names we've given these because they're very very like frustrating it. to try and listen to. Why? Imagine trying to run a 10k and you're at the end of it, and then you get this thing. You've probably never heard of an Ajax tape. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you know what? The worst is the worst of it is that you cannot fast forward it or skip it. You can't do anything. You have to listen to what she's saying till she is done and then you can skip it i know and it's like spotify says we have in our in our playlist today we can fit seven song seven ads in every person's five hours of listening and they might not have seven advertisers so they put in their own stuff but every now and again you'd get some third-party advertiser like i get cultex ads i get toyota ads i get quite a lot of ads now there's this one about this new car delivery service or something like that okay it's, it's better when there's actually not gwendolyn on it and there's other ads it's actually okay. better are you a bit tired of gwendolyn i'm just tired obviously. of the repetition but that's what obviously works for them because you buy it yeah. to put an end to that yeah that's the same with uh, with the uh, funny that you mentioned it now okay and that's the same thing i'm experiencing at the moment with um uh, my uh, YouTube account it's almost like somebody signed me up for more ads or something because I used to watch videos and they would just carry on right through till the end and then maybe there will be one ad until it moves on to the next one nowadays I'm being bombarded by ads every five minutes uh, in the video it literally stops the video in the middle of the video it plays the ad and it carries on sometimes I get two ads in a row what are they trying to do is it normal do you want to hear some bad news uh, they, want me to, they want me they want me to pay right no not at all that decision to, for how many ads are in a particular youtube video or where those ads appear are actually up to the discretion of the creator so when you're watching your video and you see three ads instead of one ad on your video those marks they were created by the person who made the video so they were placed there not by youtube but actually by the creator i'm not impressed i know and i was listening to a song yesterday an amazing song it was like a guy playing like five instruments at once <laughs> going ham and every three minutes maybe even every two minutes there's this ad that pops up and you're just like you've just ruined your own so listening experience he, so he, he did that he did on that. purpose just on to make purpose. a bit of money and exactly. ruin the whole experience no I'm not impressed eh? and it can really it work sucks. when I made videos I was doing top 10 videos actually and I made a video Kane was a YouTuber he still yes. is yes exactly and I made a video that got like 4,000 I mean 4 million views and I ended making like a couple thousand dollars from it and that was from a video with one ad Sure. Now, if I put five ads on there, I just 5X'd my revenue. Yeah. It's uncanny. I mean, it makes sense why the creators do that, but they're cheeky. But yeah, but also you're ruining the experience for the viewer. And uh, they probably just switch off and after two ads, they won't stay tuned for more. They'll just go to the next video because exactly. it's very annoying them. So I just move. Why are they staying for five uh, five ads then? Like, no, man. And I think I think when you see these ads happening... We tend to understand it as linear, like, okay, there's 330,000 views. All of them must have watched all five ads. But not actually, when you get to the back end of that creator's analytics, you'll actually see that there's viewer drop-off. And that drop-off ah. actually correlates a lot with ads. So although some people might put five ads in, it's not to say that everyone watches all five ads. Yeah. So they're actually shooting themselves in the foot, actually. Yeah. 
Definitely not wise. You know what the funniest thing is, the ironic thing about it, Kane? What? Is you know these ASMR videos? Yes. What are they supposed to do? They're supposed to relax you, right? <laughs> they just annoy me. <laughs> okay, okay, but some of them, okay, like the lady chewing and you can hear everything and how oh, she yeah. swallows the, the microphone and all that. <laughs> That's just, it's just stupid. No. But you know that you get um, like people like white noise. I actually like oh, white noise as well. Yeah. You listen to it kind of makes you kind of sounds like sleep. the sea yeah and it cancels out noises external noises as well now some idiot or few idiots on youtube thought it would be funny or interesting or a good idea to put a lot of ads in between those videos <laughs> now for those who don't know most people switch those videos on at night and they try to sleep okay now after 30 minutes or so an ad pops up Oh, no. When you are busy sleeping already, an ad pops up. <laughs> Advertising, what, sanitary pads or something. Some crazy product. Yes, and you you having a heart attack because the, <laughs> the volume all of a sudden shoots up. <laughs> Not the white noise you're looking for. <laughs> yes, so, so, you know, can't you think? I don't know what they... I think it's just money that they see. They, I, I at one stage was also trying to just maximize my income on YouTube. And there's lots of different things that you can do. And that is obviously one of them. But one thing that solves all problems as much as I shouldn't advise it, like ad blockers. Ad yeah, blockers yeah, yeah, yeah. just take out the hassle of ads. Like Especially for South Africa. Now there's no excuse. Now we shouldn't be lazy and use ad blockers. We should buy a YouTube premium subscription. But... Mm. Not everyone's going to do that. But back in the day, there was no YouTube Red Premium subscription. Yeah. So traditionally, when you're using something that's free to use, you have an opportunity to buy a subscription and therefore, you know, bypass ads and have a better viewing experience. But for YouTube, it was very much, for South Africans, it was very much the sense that you got all these ads, but there was no way to pay a flat fee and absolve of the ads. So ad blockers made sense. Yeah. But if you're a person on a budget, you're below the age of like 21, you should probably just install an ad blocker. Otherwise, buy a YouTube Red subscription. It's only like 30 Rand and you get to minimize YouTube and listen to music. Yeah, that's the one problem I'm having as well. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just thinking of the logic behind somebody putting up a video for relaxation purposes, knowing that somebody's going to stream it for hours and then putting ads in, in between and waking up the people and annoying the hell out of them. <laughs> because when you look in the comment section, the people are really, really angry. They don't like, like that. They'll actually mark it and say, listen, 0030, idiot. <laughs> Some guy just added up. He's like, bro, this is the seventh ad. I can't sleep. They, they're killing people, man. They it's are. not good for you. you good imagine for you. what you must be going through in your sleep because not everybody remembers their dreams. And some people have many dreams and don't remember them. Here, you dreaming about shopping ads and <laughs> <laughs> spending <Yep>. more money. <laughs> Maybe some people sleep through them. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. But then you got to sort out your levels, eh? Yeah, you got you got to think <laughs> twice before you just walk into the shop and feel sent to mental about something there's some subliminal programming yeah, going it on it could there. be hey I actually didn't think of, uh, uh, about that that's actually a very interesting point what have you got for us when we come back next we're talking back sort of on the Bitcoin train we mentioned Elon Musk but we're talking about Elon Musk he's had a hell of a 2021 he's the world's richest man again oh is he back from first to second to third to first it's truly a roller coaster <laughs> for this man wow what a life <laughs> what a life <laughs> okay well I look forward to hearing all about that when we come back like us on facebook at entertainment radio sa 
Texas Day is back and uh, Kane is going to tell us uh, all about his next story. Kane, what you got? Elon Musk. Yeah, so Elon Musk is back on the I'm the richest man in the world train again and he <laughs> is now the richest man in the world. And again. he has <laughs> a net worth of about $182 billion, which is about $2.7 trillion rand. While Jeff Bezos' <gasps> net worth is 181 billion or 2.69 trillion, so 0.01 difference. Um, yes, see. Between Mr. Bezos and Mr. Musk, and it's really been a bit of a pinball machine for him at the moment because he made that investment into Tesla shares. So in some way, they Bitcoin's. I mean, Tesla's price is somewhat linked to Bitcoin's price because they own a share of Bitcoin, so their price moves with Bitcoin. So if Bitcoin shoots, Tesla does, and Elon Musk's price goes up. If Bitcoin <laughs> tanks, Tesla's price goes somewhat down. And if Tesla's <laughs> price tanks and Bitcoin's price tanks, then apparently Elon Musk is the third richest person in the world. <laughs> and when they both pump, he's the first richest person in the world. I mean, both. It's the, it also says both CEOs have seen their wealth explode as shares of Amazon and Tesla have surged upward lately. You know, here's an interesting question. I wonder how many youths have any shares in, um, you know, in Tesla or in Amazon. Mm, and mm. here's something very interesting that we can talk about next week, something to come back for. Someone has actually created an app that every time you spend somewhere, you have the opportunity to choose whether or not you buy shares in their business. Ooh. And it gives you the price of the cheapest share. And Your. you can basically say yes hey, or no. that's nice. So you might be going to KFC and you scheme, okay, look, I'm going to grab myself a Young Crunch Burger and about 300 rands worth of KFC shares. Okay, but will you still donate five rand to the children's home? Yes, I would. <laughs> I, don't, I think other people always are going to ask you. <laughs> add hope. Add hope. Or is it two rand? I don't know. I think How it's much two rand. It's two rand. Two rand. And okay. I would love to see somewhere where I could... And this is a direct shout-out to KFC. I mean, I'd love to see somewhere where I can actually you know overview this this thousands and thousands of two rands coming and not to say that they're not doing anything with it but yeah. at least show me what my two rand is doing yeah not just a and i'm not taking any shots but all i see the only return that i've seen i've seen that campaign running for years the only thing that i've really seen back from it is the paintings or the the drawings that the kids make on a piece of paper i didn't even see that i thought that children's home doesn't exist <laughs> So I'd love to be able to tune in, you know, maybe to like a weekly catch up or something. Because it's a lot of two rands. Yeah, it is. If they sell a million meals a day globally, that's two million rand. Yeah, and we would hope it would go to the children's home. It's called the Good Hope Campaign. I would hope so. (laughs) Yes. Well, that is an interesting question. eh? That's just uh, the way it is. Um, I'm wondering, you know, you always wonder what happens to that money. Mm. Where does it go? Does it really go to the charities that they mention? Is that just the facade? I'm not. I'm speculating. Uh, by the way, KFC, if you're listening, we would love some uh, chicken buckets. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love those chicken buckets, man. Our next tech sponsor of the day is going to be an LED chicken wing <laughs> right from KFC. <laughs> Listen here, Kane. Um, I think uh, the creators of um, the popular load shedding notification app, Eskom's a push. We're taken aback this week because, okay, that was on Sunday. Because guess what happened to them? 
they you know <laughs> they they must something bad must have happened i think did they they didn't get the schedules wrong they didn't get it can you imagine their one job their one job <laughs> uh even if they do i would understand show man um no um they actually had their app removed from the google play store on sunday it just vanished now that's uh, i don't know you i mean you also work with these kind of things that would probably be like a, a, a developer or even the customer's worst nightmare right yeah i mean it's it's not every it's, it's not, hard work it's not yeah at first i mean it's hard work to get the app there it's it's even harder work to make the app randomly disappear because the only time that the app can truly disappear is when you submit a version change and that version change must be reviewed apple it's yeah. actually reviewed very um very in depth they'll actually give you a list of things that are wrong with Now with app. Apple they want your family tree it's yeah. like applying for Harvard or something you know You said your grandfather's passport <laughs> and ID immediately you know They're like full of shit I'm sorry They're It is like shit. that but Google on the other hand is more open source so if it actually got removed how does that go about ha- because they approve the version that is on the app store because it's the version that's downloaded onto people's phones if the only time you can get something not approved is when you submit a new version which is not approved the old version still exists so some manual intervention must have taken place in order to physically remove it completely and that must have happened from someone with actually administrative rights well there's a plot twist Ooh. <laughs> um Uh Eskom's Push co-founder Dan Wells says it was initially unclear why the app was pulled from the Google Play Store but after challenging the decision as you can imagine Wells says uh Google revealed that the app was suspended for sending COVID-19 data to its users without any authorization from a government uh, entity. Now I've got the app it doesn't send me any covid-19 data what's happening here That sounds very much like a complaint made by a government or national institution yeah. and that is then um carried through by the product supporters such as um Google um, Play services so if they're saying you have pushed covid-19 information with out having permission from government it seems more like government made a complaint to say that this app is running without its permission because i can't go and say this app is running without government permission i can't report that mm-hmm. i have no authority to report that as a end user i can report harassment i can report false covid-19 news yeah. but what i can't report is covid-19 news without permission from government i have no way to ascertain that unless there's some sort of government list I wonder if there is and if there is was it released when the app was removed <laughs> good question but uh, you you're so right but Kane I'm just wondering eh? apparently Wells uh, of Eskom's push says oh, I have to be so careful when I say that word uh, uh 2.5 million users are interested in receiving covid-19 updates it's push notifications I don't even know that they give you covid-19 um push notifications I don't get them How do you get them I've never ever received them no so it must be bought in there somewhere it might be but what also might be the case is you know we're not actually in a major city and uh, some of these apps actually it push right. notifications location Yeah, we've worked with some push notifications and it's not actually quite an easy thing whereby you can just say okay, push to all these users that have done that or push to all these users that have done that or push to all these users that live here. You actually have to 
um, segment your database in such a way that you can push notifications to certain groups and individuals. And if we're not a priority region or anything like that, that could be a reason. But I've never seen a push notification. I've only got chat. That's all. I've got the app open now and I've only got the chat it's like a chat option. You can talk to people, but you need to switch on your location. Oh. So maybe it was in there somewhere. Maybe, yeah. Maybe I'm some stats or something that was... Interesting. Disputed. That is very interesting. But the app was reinstated uh, again on the uh, Play Store a day later. And now without the COVID-19 push notifications. Interesting. Interesting way. You know what else is cheeky like that? I don't know if you heard about it. Unrelated to this or even what we we're going to talk about in the show. But Red Bull yeah. was actually in a bit of trouble for saying it gives you wings because you don't have wings yeah because you don't have wings it doesn't give you wings no well, and it probably feels like it yeah and they get they got in a bit of trouble for that and i remember seeing a youtube ad and i, I said to my friend i was like Shh, be quiet for a second come look over here i just see a red bull ad i want to see how they dealt with this lawsuit because it's an ad right then and then it must be approved Wings with two eyes. Red Bull gives you wings with two eyes. Brilliant, brilliant. Clap it's like a, it's like a Nando's ad. They're always brilliant, brilliantly executed. Yeah, so that's how they solved it. Oh, that doesn't give you wings yeah. anymore. It gives you wings. wings. <laughs> wow, that's such a good. That really is a. I mean, it's so easy to think of, but. Some guy Brilliant. was sitting there and he was like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What does Red Bull give you? Does it give you sports ability? What? Did, wait a minute. We can just change the way the letter, the word is spelled. Yeah. Oh, big brains. Give him a promotion. There he is. Now <laughs> oh, he's leading the pack. So, so simple, actually. But uh, that's a brilliant idea, actually, Kane. A good save for Red Bull. I didn't even know that there was a, a case going on. Were people trying to fly out of windows and stuff or? Well, I think it's more like, you know, you as uh, there are always these opportunistic people that look for companies that just make these claims because it's, it's an easy way to get a, a, something that I don't even understand. It's an easy way to get a lot of money. I mean, think about it. I've, I've wondered a lot when, when you have someone that notices something wrong, like maybe a chappy's packet is being racist in some of its jokes or something like that, then someone sues the chappy company for like a hundred million and they win. Now they have a hundred million, but what about all the people that were affected by the racist, like, slurred of all the chappy packets? They don't get any of that buddy from the lawsuit. So when you have someone that comes forward and sues Red Bull for saying it gives you wings and they win the lawsuit and they get money, does... Who gets the money? Well, does he get the money? Where does the money go? Now that you mention that, people are so easily offended online nowadays, as we know. And uh, as they say on social media, it's uh, you can say what you want uh, without the responsibility, to an extent. Uh, some people are obviously uh, prosecuted. We've got a few examples. We mentioned it last week on, yes. on the uh, social media chat with uh, Carla of the digital law company. But did you know, apparently you could get into trouble now for sharing Oprah Winfrey memes. Um, you know that she, she sat down with uh, Harry and Meghan, obviously, recently. Yes. And I'm sure you've seen all those memes going around. Yes. And, you know, she's saying he's a ginger and all that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, you know that you also get some of these photo uh, shop jobs going around oh, of so Oprah Winfrey. Oh, like really? she's got Morgan Freeman's face oh, or yes. Samuel L. Jackson yes. or whatever. Um, apparently, you can get into trouble with these memes if you share them. It's dubbed digital blackface. 
<laughs> some you know that? <laughs> people are paid too much to lead positions creating this stuff i mean it's a meme there's so it's like freedom of speech you know okay i get it yeah there's definitely memes that could be offensive yes and, and things like that and those should be you know labeled as not safe for viewing or you know like something somehow we should tag that but in a way i mean it's it, anyone it's it's so easy to do like someone could create a meme in a good way or someone can create a meme in a bad way they're both created the same way and it's both very easy to do and there's thousands of applications that all allow you to do it in the good way you know how do you really clamp down on people doing it in a negative way because i can send you a meme you can send it to 10 people they each send it to 10 people and one guy sends it to a million people now who's to blame is it me or the guy who sent it to a million people what about all the people that send it to 10 people exactly know? and i just found the article on uh, the new york post saying non-black people should not spread oprah winfrey memes from the prince harry and Meghan markle interview because that's supporting digital blackface a non-profit organization is complaining it's called the slow factory foundation dedicated to social and environmental justice they issued the warning on their instagram page calling it digital blackface why do they have to give it such a derogatory term <laughs> like they're talking about like <sighs> you know being not racist and they give it a racist term i just don't exactly <laughs> just like no man what have you got for us when we come back when we come back we are talking about the good old ackermans and they're releasing an online store. You mean AC Kermans? AC Kermans, for those who don't <laughs> like to talk about it. Being a cheap store, anything, you know, you just ramp it up, give it some French. It's AC Kermans. Yes. I think Mr. Price's Monte Cruce or something like that. That's a, French. And Pep, Pep Boutique or PEP. PEP? You know, you can go shop at PEP, get the best linen that can be. You know? <laughs> That's a new one. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> right, more when we come back.